My name is Jonathan Howe. In the year 2016, I created a podcast to talk about my two loves, geekdom and tokusatsu. My original co-host left, and it seemed as though the podcast would die. Then, a new member arrived in the form of Sean, and the podcast was given new light. Since then, it has been growing strong, and we believe that it can become something bigger. It will become something bigger. We are GTP. Hi, welcome. This is, um... Did, did we say we were going to start a normal schedule? Because, um, that really didn't work out. Uh, we, we kind of have a good reason why? Um... It, we're going to kind of talk about that today. Um, I mean, I I kind of fell asleep for two months. That's why. <laughs> and I, I had to, you know, reawaken him from his cryogenic sleep. Uh, I was talking too much about red cards. He's like, all right, go to sleep. Go to sleep. You're done. You're done. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been... Almost two months. Um, almost three months. Since the last time we recorded, so much shit has gone down. <laughs> oh boy! Like we have so much to talk about. Like not not even just Power Rangers. Like I I know you're not caught up with uh, Build or Lupin. Literally or, anything or Sentai. <laughs> But, like, so much has gone down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, and, and I mean, you know, even I've out seen, of the... I've seen the tweets. Yeah. <laughs> e- even out of the Toku section, we had Infinity War, which I actually saw in theaters. So, it's... I... I have thoughts on things. Um, I don't know what's going to be covered in here because we normally make like an itinerary of what we're going to do in what order, and then this one we're just kind of freeballing it. I basically just said fuck it. Yeah. Um, did we want to cover <laughs> Infinity War, or are we just going to not? I'd say we, we we hold off on that for a little bit. Let it let it simmer okay. for a bit because we're still technically in spoilery territory. It's I mean, only been true. out for like two weeks. That's fair. I, I like to give a movie about a month before the, the gloves come off, so to speak. That's it's fair. a poor choice, poor choice of words, but <laughs> but it makes sense. What can you do? Um, but I but mean, like you should go, you should go see it if you've seen all the other Marvel stuff, because like, it's good. Yep. It's not like perfect, but. It's exactly what I wanted, and then some. Like, I I was told by another friend that when I go to see it, I should bring someone along with me to have a shoulder to cry on. And I I was like, okay, that's that's great. Um, and then you know, with no spoilers. I didn't really need that shoulder to cry on. The only spoiler I will say is 
there's there's more movies coming. Yep. Everyone is sort of coming back for movies in the future. Yep. Like, there's emotional stuff, but just know that there's there's still things happening. And things. <laughs> Honestly. And then redacted happens, and then redacted Redacted happens, happens, and these events will actually not affect, at least I don't think it's going to affect the Netflix shows, or I don't even think it's going to affect S.H.I.E.L.D. for that matter, because they literally had a throwaway line in the episode that premiered the week of, but I don't know if they addressed anything in the week after, because... As everybody knows, I'm just way behind on everything. Like, I have two entire seasons of shows that I'm behind on with Legends and Black Lightning, because they're done for the season. Yep. And I haven't seen a single thing. And I I gave up on S.H.I.E.L.D. like three years ago. You gave up on it before it got good. I I mean, you've said that before, but I I feel like I've reached a point where, like, I'm not going to go back and watch all of this. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest it. No, I would suggest finding a YouTube video that recaps it up to about season four and start at season four. Is it on Netflix? Uh, did I mute my TV? I hope I muted my TV. Yeah, I'm not hearing anything. Okay, well, there wasn't anything going on. Uh, No, I don't want to watch episode one of Zio right now. Okay, is that how (sighs) you're watching Power Rangers? Yep. Sounds about right. I mean, it's all there. Ah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They even had the crappy remake of MMPR on there, too. Uh Uh-huh. They labeled it as season 18. Because at one point in time, it was all labeled as one big category where it had literally 20-something seasons just yeah. in one go and then that. netflix got smart and split it up by season they still for some reason kept the 32 episodes of the reversion it's not a revision it's not a remake it's a reversion and honestly it was garbage like yeah, i feel like saban when they handed over the power ranger stuff kept the color copies of MMPR for themselves and only gave Disney the black and whites because there was a lot of instances of really bad color correction. Like, holy shit. Like the Zords were colored. Everything else around it was black and white. And you're like, what the hell? But it was radical, dude. No, (laughs) it was terrible. And yes, all four seasons of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are on Netflix. Okay. And season four was real good. Um, season three was good, too, but you kind of need the other seasons to go into it. Um, because that is the Inhumans season before Disney did the awful thing and did an Inhumans show, which... 
Thank God is not getting a second season. It's still not confirmed that it's not coming back, but we all know. It's May, and if your show hasn't been renewed yet, and I'm saying this as someone who knows that iZombie hasn't yet been renewed. Oh, that's right. doesn't necessarily look good. Um, Especially when the CW renewed the 100, and it literally just started in April. I didn't think of that. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Go listen to the most recent episode of iZombie Radio and hear me talk about that with my my buds over there. Shameless plug, take a drink. (laughs) That's actually what I'm going to do right now, so. Dang. If I would have known, I could have bought some kind of alcohol to have tonight. I prepared. Yeah, I should (laughs) have. Theoretically, it's not not completely impossible because we do have alcohol in the house, but I don't want to take just straight shots. Oh, that's that's not the way to go. No, like if I if I Only... were to get if I were to get some, it'd be some like nice, you know, uh, hard sodas or something like that. That shit's good. Have you ever had a hard soda before? Of course, I'm yeah. a proponent of hard non-beer bottled stuff. Like that's I'm so drinking good. a pineapple cider right now. Nice, brewed here in California. Yeah, I, th- I think the one I had was like, um. Like not your father's soda or something like that. It's a brand. They've the got root like... beer isn't that great, but everything else seems to be okay. Yeah, I've when I went to the grocery store, they had uh, I think they had root beer, they had orange and ginger ale. I don't know if they had anything else. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, let's see, there's a root beer. There's a Ice tea. Really? Yep. Ugh. There's a Mountain Dew knockoff. There's an orange soda, a ginger ale. Yep, and there I was th- a Mountain Dew ripoff. Yep, I remember that. There might be a cola, or I might be getting it mixed up with Best Damn. Because Best Damn has a root beer and a cola. Hmm. But I've literally just been drinking hard ciders for the past like couple of days. Um, one of my jobs suck, so <laughs> that's why I drink. You know what else is good? Um, the Smirnoff drinks, the, the pre-bottled Smirnoff, like mixed drinks. Ah, my favorite, the screwdrivers will really fuck you up. I've never had one. I've, I've, I've heard of screwdrivers many times, but I've never had one. Well, there's a Doctor Who drink called the Sonic Screwdriver and there's like two different permutations of it. That's cool. Yeah. One of them uses, uh, a blue liquor. And the other one uses a green one, given if you're like a 9 or 10 guy or an 11 guy. Is there a red but one? I haven't looked because that's another show that I'm behind on. <laughs> Literally, if it's not a show that I have a podcast about, that like is implicitly about, yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't caught up with it. Yeah, I mean, and we, Power Rangers, I'm only watching Power Rangers because I thought it would be a cool idea to rewatch everything. Boy, was that a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because I'm 130-something episodes in and I'm ready to tear my hair out. Which reminds me, I've got to update my watch list because I just finished Alien Rangers. You have a long way to go, dude. 
Yeah, but now the seasons get shorter. That's Instead fair. of it being 60 episodes in length, they're I mean, now, like... How many episodes were in these? I know there was, like, 60 for, for Mighty Morphin Season 1. There was about 52 for Season 2, and then 30... Uh, basically about 43 for um, Season 3, if you include the Alien Rangers, because okay. this watch list does. So you're looking at roughly... 150 something 150 episodes. which after like zeo i i want to say after zeo or turbo they tend to be about 30 episodes so basically season one two and three of mighty morphin essentially is five seasons uh-huh of other shows yeah because zeo's for uh fifty turbo's 46 and then it's 44 46 and then 40 for two seasons 38 for i believe um ninja storm yeah ninja storm was 38 and then dino thunder was 40 um then 38 32 32 32 up until saban took over and then it was 23 for Samurai, Super Samurai, 22 for Megaforce, 20 for Super Megaforce, and then 22, 22, 22, and then I'm assuming Super Ninja Steel is going to be 22. Probably. So, if you include Alien Rangers as part of Season 3, Super Megaforce is the shortest season of Power Rangers. At 20 episodes. That is not... Wait, 20 episodes? Really? Uh Uh-huh. 20 episodes. So, wait, just Super Megaforce? Or is it all of, like, Megaforce and Super Megaforce? No, just Super Megaforce as a, like, television series. Or season. Um, Note that Super Megaforce did not have any holiday episodes. Really? Megaforce Megaforce did. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's a very intriguing thing. But I have roughly about 712 episodes left to go. I started this journey at about 870. That's a lot of episodes. And then you have to factor in... MMPR the movie, Turbo a Power Rangers movie, and I'm probably going to watch the 2017 movie as well as part of this. I mean, I did sit through about five minutes of Alpha's Magical Christmas before I went, okay, you know what, this is all just Christmas songs. Skimmed through it just for completion's (laughs) sake. Literally, it's just Alpha talking for like 30 seconds, and then Christmas song, Christmas song, and then back to Alpha talking for 30 seconds. Rinse and repeat Sounds for half an hour. hour. Half hour. Yeah. Jeez. And it's all on YouTube. So if you for some reason want to torture yourself, Alpha's Magical Christmas is on YouTube. Still not as bad as the Star Wars holiday special. So I've heard. And to think, I thought this would have topped it. Oh well. That's what I've been up to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't really been up to much. 
um, more job searching obviously has not really banned out but um, I, I received an IRS check well a second IRS check because uh, apparently there was a box because my dad did my taxes because I don't know what the hell to do and there was apparently a box he was supposed to check but didn't check because he wasn't sure and then I received a letter from the IRS being like hey you have a potential $510 extra back so sign this check the box put it in the envelope we gave you and send it back and it will send you more money and I'm like sweet and then like three weeks later I get a check back that was only 258 and I'm like well okay I can't do everything I wanted to do but um, I, I at least managed to get an arm and a pop filter for my mic so that's good um, I got the uh, the hyperforce t-shirts which just shipped yesterday well not shipped but the money was taken out yesterday so that's cool uh, I can't wait to get those um, and then yeah so any like creaking and stuff you hear of metal like that if is there anything there that's my arm I'm adjusting things so just bear with me huh. yeah but that's not why you're here. You're not here to listen to us ramble for 20 minutes. I mean, Te you might be. I mean, te well, technically we rambled for like 40 minutes. Just 20 minutes wasn't recording. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I mean, you're right. Yep. But... Uh, what you're here holy for... Holy shit. You're here to listen to us exposit about the craziness that is the Power Ranger fandom right now. News that has been sort of already discussed by our friends on other mediums, but has only gotten crazier since then. Yep. Because holy shit. So I think the last time we talked or we did a podcast it was announced that Hasbro was taking over well, Bandai was kicked out. Hasbro's taking over with making the toys for for Power Rangers. And that we had a new season coming out called Beast Morphers, which would be using the Go Buster footage. And our minds were blown. We were like, okay, this is happening. You know, like, ba basically, if you've seen the gif on Twitter of The Office, where the main character, Steve some I forgot his name comes running out of the room going it's happening it's it's happening everybody stay calm it's happening that's basically what the fandom has been like since that announcement and then the explosion happened <laughs> you want to say it Sean so um I'd like to welcome our new Hasbro overlords <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it's now, I mean, Ninja Steel, Super Ninja Steel is still going to, to be a Saban Brands production. Yep. Because it was finished before this deal went through. And this deal still hasn't technically been finalized. Because it has to go through the legal legalese system. So eh, around sometime in June, Power Rangers will be no longer Saban's again. Yep. Um, 
Well, see, here's... Well, see, here's But, the man, thing. did he make a pretty penny on it this time. Holy shit. Yeah. Woo! Um, here's the thing, though. Like, when he sold it to Disney, it was different. Because he didn't do it in the middle of a season. He did it in between Time Force and Wild Force. So when it came time for Wild Force, it wasn't Saban, but it wasn't Disney. It was this weird amalgamation of both. Whereas now with Ninja Steel, Super Ninja Steel, whatever the hell you want to call it, is technically finished. It's out there. So even if the deal goes through next month and it's struck, you know, Hasbro has Power Rangers and then Super Ninja Steel comes back. Is it still going to be Saban's Power Rangers Super Ninja Steel, or is it just going to be Power Rangers Ninja Steel? Uh, technically, because it, it's still technically Saban's in this case, because they, at least with the finalization of this, this would probably, I don't know if it will go into effect immediately. My hope is that it sort of takes over once Beast Morphers starts production, but that's going to go into production pretty much the day after the announcement at Morphicon of who the cast is. Yep. Like, they may even start production before Morphicon. Well, no. Probably wouldn't not. Make sen- wouldn't yeah. make sense financially to fly them to New Zealand, to then fly them back to the States, to then fly them back to New Zealand. Yeah. That that's expensive, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Hasbro is going to sort of have kid gloves on this for at least the first, at least for the three seasons that it's going to be on Nick. Yeah, because again, it, it brings up the question that I and others ha- others had when Hasbro got the toy information. And we got Beast Morphers. Is it going to be? Like three, like two years of Beast Morphers, and then one year of whatever, or is it going to be like Beast Morphers, Tokuger, and I always forget the third one. Juoger. Juoger. Animal because, Minecraft. Yeah, I, I, I maybe it's because I mentally blocked it out. Um, it like, wasn't awful, but <laughs> you know, it was it yeah. was a thing. It's like Turbo. It was a thing that happened. Yeah. You know? So it's, you know, are we are we going to, you know, get... Are we going to get three seasons of Beast Morphers? Or are we going to get one season of it and two of another? Or are we going to get three individual seasons? Nothing really is concrete. And I'm hoping when Morphicon rolls around, they will come out with information. Like they will, they will at least tell us their plans at the very least. Not like, you know, next year it's Power Rangers, you know, Animal Cubes, and then after that it's Power Rangers Train Force or whatever. But like, you know, this is gonna be your season for for this year. It's gonna be Beast Morphers. There's gonna be you know thirty episodes that we're gonna get throughout the year. Okay, cool. You know, and then, you know, next, you know, then the next year we'll have a new season, and the following year we'll have a third season. 
And then we're making plans after that. You know, information will be available when it's available. And I'm like, awesome. So we have something to talk about. Rather than just, this is Beast Morphers. We have no idea what's going to happen over the next two years. And it's like... Here's Beast Morphers. Here's your cast. Here's some sizzle reel footage of uh, Sentai footage. So, oh, hey, look. It's Kamen Rider Wizard again. (laughs) That's... See... (laughs) Now we're spinning things. Because Hasbro... Hasbro knows things. In my opinion, Hasbro has the ability to do better things with the franchise and tokusatsu as a whole than what bandai and saban could like we hasbro has the potential to do a lot more with tokusatsu than the thing is it just needs it needs to get off of nick oh yeah because i don't i feel like Saban isn't really the reason why Ninja Steel and the previous seasons have been the way they are. I feel like it's more of a Nickelodeon mandate of well, things. Because we got Dino Charge. Dino Charge was good. Then Supercharge happened, and we found out that they were rushed through that production of season two, technically. And that probably wasn't because of Saban. That probably was Nickelodeon going, okay, so here's this much money, you have this much time, good luck. Well, I mean, to yeah, Saban it was, brands. It was the same thing with Samurai. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've watched Linkara's videos on it many times because it just fascinates me with the information he has, the rants he have, has. I just mm-hmm. love it. But, like... He basically said that they were rushed. Like, when everything was signed, all the T's were crossed, the the I's were dotted, and all that jazz, they had, like, six months or something Mm -hmm. like that to get things going. So they had to get a cast, they had to get production, they had to get a place to shoot things, you know. they, They essentially had to do all of that in six months. So it's like, you want to know why Samurai's a hot mess? First of all, because it's essentially a remake of Shinkenger, no really original content, and then B, they basically But it it makes sense shot why. it out quick. It well, makes I mean, sense yeah. why, because they didn't have the time to do anything. Yeah. Because no, it was like, here you go, Saban, here's Power Rangers, you have six months. Mm-hmm. And they're just like uh, uh, I mean, okay. In in some cases, they're better than Disney, because you know you go back to the Overdrive scenario, where they were just basically told to dub the Sentai. Which well, don't yeah, get me wrong, Disney, I won't. Disney I, at that point was just like, "Fuck it." We're I won't done lie. With this. I probably would have liked the dubbing of Bokenger over, freaking Operation Overdrive. <laughs> Let's be real. I'll get back to my opinions on Overdrive when I finally get through there. And yeah, I'm going to power through it. Because have, have it's you... a 30, 30-something episode season. I can crank that out in like three days. Have you not watched Overdrive? Not completely. I've seen Ooh. the first episode, I've seen Once a Ranger, and I've seen the finale. Because oh boy. 
Uh, there was a point in time where I was watching Power Rangers with my little sister, and to catch her up, I just picked and chose episodes that were important. So, like Mighty Morphin, Day of the Dumpster, Green with Evil, Green No, uh, Green No More, White Light, Ninja, like oh, Power Transfer, Ninja Quest, Pink, uh, different shade of pink, etc. Literally, yeah. even I even completely skipped through all of Alien Rangers up to um, the last five episodes, which are the Zeo Quest, essentially. Yeah. I kind of don't blame you, but it's um, also well, been a while also, since I've seen it. So. I had limited limited time. Oh yeah, so and limited resources, probably. Netflix. That oh, was, was it. it on Netflix at that point? Uh, I want to say so. At least certain seasons of it. I don't remember. That was that was forever ago. Five or six years ago. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I've watched the the Alien Ranger saga. It's actually not bad. It's actually pretty decent in terms of like everything. I'd have to say the Equation's acting is actually better than what we got in MMPR season one because they were given some sort of direction. Always act like you're just on some strange alien planet. And that's why they're always looking weird and they're just not used to it. Yeah. And they're literally only there for what is essentially like 10 episodes, a little over a week in showtime. Oh, really? It pretty much looks like it's every single day. Like, it wasn't airing every single day, but it looks like it was serialized to that point. Like, like every episode was a new day? Well, that and the equations returned home each time. Like, after after the first two episodes. Because the first two episodes, I think, take place in the same day. And the last, epi- last two episodes take place in the same day. Um, the they didn't have the water source needed so they would teleport home then they came back then billy would try to fix something because he became an adult again and then they'd teleport away because it didn't work and then sestro you know they'd come back sestro would get dehydrated again because he was always the first one to get dehydrated literally like this was a recurring thing through the show <laughs> and then they go back home and then they come back <laughs> and then billy would rehydrate them again if they needed it and then you know shenanigans but it was clever season three was pretty clever of mmpr if like because they started off with the end season zords for the the kaku rangers and worked their way backwards through the footage Really? Yeah, the ninjas the ninja zord is the Kaku Ranger's second zord while the Shogun zord is the first zord. Huh. What about the Battleborgs? Like the the things that could move by yeah, themselves? They came I think they actually came first. I want to say. Cuz I haven't seen Kaku Ranger. And the only way to watch it now is to buy the DVDs. Yep. Um, well, no. 
Well, I mean... Legally? You might, yes. You might still be able to find a fan sub out there if you know the right strings to go to. I... I... Don't say that too loudly. That's why I whispered it. Oh, they can still hear you. Damn it. Uh, edit this in post. Uh. <laughs> redacted, redacted, redacted. <laughs> Just put that over this entire <laughs> chunk of time. Redacted. I have a redacted. Yep. Do you oh, hear man. about that? Redacted. Yeah, but... Uh, with Hasbro taking over... Honestly, because Saban is staying on as an advising role, and because we don't know the full details of this deal, there is still hope that the production side of things, like the Saban brands people like Jason Bischoff and Melissa Flores, will still be on, because... Outside of the show, Saban Brands is killing it with the Power Rangers brand. Mm-hmm. The show is where things get muddy, and that's because of Nickelodeon. Like the show that right, is what the show, the show right show now writers. is the weak point. The show right now is Power Rangers' weakest point because which is weird. The comics are amazing. Hyperforce was amazing. The movie, while some people weren't happy with it, was still amazing. And it was different. It, yeah. And that's what they were going for. While, while All three I of these things are different. Yeah. Like, I, I would have liked a certain few things in the movie to change. But, eh, you know. Chances you, are it's it, It's not going to be perfect. Done. It's pretty much done in the water at this point yeah. with Hasbro taking over. Because... I, I won't lie, I still have hope for something. Like It's not going to be a sequel. It's going to be a reboot, if oh anything. Oh yeah, it, if, if they do it, it'll be a reboot. Um, the the actors hope... are way, way out of the yeah. price range to come back now. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, I mean uh, Dacker is in Stranger Things, so he's famous for that now. You got Naomi, Na- is, Naomi in... is... She's freaking Jasmine in the Aladdin movie. Disney now has her, so good yep. luck. <laughs> Disney hey, likes to keep their actors close to the chest, and w- weirdly enough, Disney stole a Power Rangers actor. Yep. I, I, I want to know if they unionize themselves shortly after. Like, seeing all the bullshit that went down with the movie... Although they may have been unionized already because the movie technically is different from the television show. You know, the television show where they put on the casting call that you don't actually have to be able to act, but they would prefer it. You just need martial arts experience. Yeah. You need to look good, you need to be able to kick things hard. And it's like, that's... Unless your name is Andrew Gray, then you just need to look pretty. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, dude. Um... He's a great guy in person. I met him in person. He's not He's not awful. It's just he understands that he's not an actor. And he never really will be. And he understands that he was basically just a cardboard box who fell in love with a robot. 
we didn't need some guy coming into the forever red panel asking him about how he feels about being the worst red ranger in history oh i hated that moment so much and i've already talked about this he was the smell of a rhino guy he huh? was cos he was cosplaying as honestly I don't even know if he was trying to cosplay as Geki Chopper like in civilian form or if he mm. was trying to cosplay as um Dom from Jungle Fury but man did he get the smell of a rhino down because he definitely did not shower that entire weekend ah okay yeah, or I if know he did, it was it was in mud, and potential fecal matter, um, because he stunk badly. So, so one of your PR purist type people. Mm, more so, I believe he, because I was talking to him in the line. Unfortunately, because he was standing right next to me, <sighs> he seemed to be the Sentai purist. Um, actually, kind mm. of guy. And I hate that because they are two separate entities. Yeah, one might be using some stuff from another thing, but Power Rangers is essentially its own sort of thing, even if they do directly copy an entire storyline. I mean, but I, I've said for a while... I prefer Sentai over Power Rangers. And that's just because I don't feel like we're getting... We're not getting what Power Rangers could be. Like, whenever when anybody ever asks, it's like, well, what's your favorite seasons? I'm like, well, RPM, because they went all out. They didn't really care. They just did whatever they wanted. And look what happened. They had a good show. You know, In Space, same deal. Time Force, same thing. Lost Galaxy, same thing. You know, all of those were good shows because they, it was like almost they didn't care. Even and they just went all out to an extent. Wild Force? I I haven't seen Wild Force in a while. Well, they kind of went a little more all out in that too because it was, even though Disney had bought it before Wild Force had started, Wild Force was still a Saban thing. I mean, the last episode of it was the end of the Power Rangers. Yeah. That was the title of the episode. And that's the way Disney the wanted it to be. <laughs> well, Disney wanted it to end after RPM and then have their ugh, ridiculously over 90s stylized MMPR, which Comic book it's finale yeah. it's finale ended on the episode that Tommy was put in a commercial. That episode that karate commercial episode well it was probably because they'd only done a certain amount and then it came out that they weren't just like probably they probably just axed them like we're just not going to do them anymore it's like well we don't have a full season who cares just stop production they're stupid we're done buy the toys yeah basically because i mean when it came to samurai bandai is like we're still gonna make toys you don't have to make a show, but we're going to do toys. And they were like, well, I suppose we should actually, you know, 
make make something. That's that's why the the morph sequences. That's why the sword comes in and like they they go into like the the training outfit so you can't see like their whole face just the eyes. That's the reason that's a thing, because the toys were created like that before the show was created. Uh huh. But yeah, um, this is the long way of saying I have a weird feeling that at least for this first season, as it's a changing of the guard, Hasbro might keep Saban on just as they transition things over. Because they saw what happened with Samurai and they don't want that to happen to them because they're actually happy to have the franchise. Unlike Disney, who was kind of reluctant to have Disney, it. Disney, who said, just dub the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, Disney now probably wouldn't have done that. But that's the thing. Disney doesn't need Power Rangers anymore. Nope. It would be cool to somehow fold the Power Rangers into Marvel Comics and have them, you know, team up with the Avengers. Then we would have something ridiculously crazy like the Power Rangers have met and fought with the Avengers and the Justice League. Yeah. Which actually... That would have been crazy, but... Comics is a good question with Hasbro. Because... The deal with Boom is going to stay um, in place at least until the contract is up. They're not going to break that contract. It's not... Because the comics are already bringing in quite a few people. Not even just back to the franchise, but to the franchise in general. Because issue one, kind of with the first couple of pages with Bulk and Skull laying out what the Power Rangers are, sort of introduce the franchise to people who don't know what a Power Ranger is. So it could be that Power Rangers sticks with Boom at least for the foreseeable future. Um, I did talk to a couple people that I know who talked to people in comics, and they said, at least for now, the stuff at Boom seems to be stable. Because yeah. it it has consistently been selling out these past couple issues. The first issues as well, we're selling out like hotcakes. And not just because of variant covers. Like, the Shattered Grid stuff is selling. And it, it it's a combination of supply and demand. Because some people are not pre-ordering it. And this is where pre-ordering actually makes sense. Pre-ordering in a video game sense doesn't make sense because they're going to mass-produce the shit out of this game anyways. Um, comics, on the other hand, if the pre-order numbers are there, 
it'll get a huge first printing. And if the demand still exists after that point, it goes into a second printing, a third printing, etc., etc. And then you get all these crazy-ass variant covers with these second and third printings, which, you know, there's a, it's, it's fun, but that's the thing. So if you are really interested in these comics and you want the single issues, go to your local comic shop, start a pull list and pre-order all of that because your local shop might not be ordering enough for you to come in and buy on a month-to-month basis, especially for stuff like the annual or the anniversary special that comes out next month. And the anniversary special is a Shattered Grid sort of... I Actually, is it a Shattered Grid thing? I think it might be. Um, Don't look a at cha- me, dude. <laughs> Hold on. Um, let me just... Uh, where's my iPad? Um, it's not on me. Um but there is a checklist in one of the issues that has what is technically part of Shattered Grid. And there's the Preludes, the Free Comic Book Day issue, the annual uh, 25 through 30, and then GoGo 9 through 12, I want to say. Um, as well as a finale book, I think. If I'm not mistaken, um, let me just Google it real quick. Yeah, because one of the biggest questions people have now is, will it stay with Boom? Because oh, it's going to stay. IDW uh, does a lot of stuff under Hasbro. I think they I think someone said they do the the GI Joe comics, the Transformer comics. So it's, you know, the question of does it stay with Boom Studios? Yeah, um the deal with the Transformers comics is coming to an end soon. I'm not sure if it's going to be renewed or not, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, so it looks like the anniversary special is not a Shattered Grid thing. It's just a collection of stories in there, at least to according to this infograph. Because it has 24, 25, GoGo 8, uh, 26, Annual, Free Comic Book Day, 27, GoGo 9, 10, 11, and 12, and then MPR 28, 29, 30, and Shattered Grid Finale. Now, do we know when the next one is? Because the next the, issue? The, the annual continued it. Does it go on to MPR 27 or GoGo 10? Um, it's 27. 27 comes out next Wednesday. Uh, the the sixteenth, oh, wow. um, yeah, and that's the one with uh, Jason with the dragon shield in Corinth. Uh, okay, with Lauren and Doctor K. Uh, issue ten of Gogo doesn't come out until June, so 
27's the last issue we're going to get for the month of May. And then June, we have GoGo10, MMPR28, and then the anniversary special, which uh, the two guys over at Ranger Danger are actually writing a story in, I think. So they, if you want behind the scenes sort of stuff, listen to their Boom Room stuff because they have Kyle on for pretty much every single issue. And I think they even brought in Ryan for the go-go episodes and you'll learn some stuff like what influence to look that up. Cause uh, he even uh, Kyle even plugged it in the second episode of the, the hyper force shattered grid uh-huh. episode. So, and he mentioned it at the panel at WonderCon. It's, yeah. it's great. Like also, I, I I don't want to like. I, I don't want to make it make. The, I don't want to say this badly, but after watching the second part and how Kyle is like, you don't want to miss the WonderCon panel because it's gonna be crazy and there's gonna be like you know, you just don't want to miss it if you're a Power Rangers fan. Knowing what I know now, is just sort of like. You really don't need to be there. You really didn't need to be there in order to experience it. You just well, had to wait a few more days. Yeah, and the thing is, Bleeding Cool also ruined it for everyone. Because Which I didn't see. I only know because I begged you to tell me. <laughs> eh, and then, um, of course, I read I, it, but, you know. I told you to wait. and yep. <laughs> I waited I, patiently. I made a promise to David Yost, Okay. <laughs> which can we talk okay like i i told you guys this this episode's gonna be everywhere it's off whatever comes off the top of our heads yeah i love it can can we talk about how in gogo they made essentially david yost billy's father like they they took they took inspiration from david no yost. no it, it's him like obviously <laughs> it's not him him but like I, I was flipping through, and I'm looking, and I'm like, that's David Yost. Like, they weren't even trying. And the the only reason why I know is because everybody else is more of cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Whereas when it came to doing Billy's father, they they tried to make it as real as possible. Like, the art style changed only for him. Everything was still the same, and then, like crazy surreal looking billy or david yost just sitting there and i'm like that's weird yeah it's a little (laughs) odd but i get why they did it it's just weird it's a cool it's a cool little nod you know it's like having jason david frank voice and be tracking for the trailers well I mean, that makes sense, because that's Tommy. You know, I mean, like, getting anybody else to voice Tommy in anything would be weird. Unless, you know, we had a second Power Rangers movie and there was a Tommy, but, you know. Oh, uh, that's fair, yeah. Like, if we if we would have gotten a, someone else to play Tommy, and oh, they got him to do there's the voice. A, there's a real fake IMDB listing for Power Rangers 2. It's great. That's not surprising. It has, like, seven people who expressed interest in being uh, tommy 
and I think I have a screen cap of something, a screen grab or something of it, or I don't. Um, oh, here we go. That's just of Power Rangers 2. Um, it's just a thing that apparently exists in on IMDb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Writers. Shotaro Ishinomori? Yep. I'm sorry. What now? Yep. He has been dead for like 10 years. Yep. If not longer. Yep. And like, are you even trying to do anything on IMDb? Because that that's crazy. And then Haim Saban's the other writing credit. I just don't understand people. But like, yeah. Something. I mean, something I want to happen is with Hasbro taking over. Like I said, I want I want them to go balls to the wall. Like, I I want them to re envision you know space sheriffs, even if it's VR troopers, and it's just like, you know, it's Scheider, Sheravan, and and uh, Gavin, but they're like VR troopers, like a new version. You know, bring back Beetleborgs, but instead of kids, you know, or maybe make them teenagers instead of like ten year olds. You know. And then we could bring back Mask Rider, and we can have freaking actual Mask Rider characters instead of just Dex and I am Amazon. You know, we can get actual freaking Masked Common Riders, whatever. Like, I'm probably looking too much into this and putting my hopes too much on it. But I, again, I feel like with Hasbro, there is a better chance of that happening. Because I feel like Power Rangers and Tokusatsu is in better hands with Hasbro. I mean, this is all speculation. We honestly have no idea where it's going to oh, yeah. go from here. And it's interesting to see... Because we're going to start seeing specs of toys at Morphicon. They're not going to show it at Hascon. They're going to wait till Morphicon. Because it's Morphicon. But what's weird to me is, um, since I'm a cashier at Target, um, I sometimes venture over to the toys section just for shits and giggles. And the Transformer stuff is literally right next to the Power Rangers stuff. Already. Oh, well, yeah, because, I mean, it's it's kind of in the same, you know, boys shows and boy toys and stuff like that. Yet so. Marvel and, like, the Avengers and the Justice League stuff are on a different aisle. Really? Yeah. It's not one, it's not like two aisles dedicated to boy stuff. There's, like, a couple... And it's in the same area. The Power Ranger stuff, I think, is in the same area as uh, the Troll Hunter stuff and a couple other things. Um, I think the DC stuff is with the Power Rangers, but I'm not sure if I'm being honest. But I just I noticed that little bit that the Hasbro stuff is right next to the Bandai of America stuff, and now it's one and the same. It's going to be interesting to see once the Hasbro stuff comes 
out how the shelf pegs are going to change. Um, yeah. Because is it still going to be in the same stuff? Are we going to literally have Hasbro and Bandai stuff interacting? Because there is still some shelf warmers. Uh, literally all the movie role play stuff. The Lion Fire Zord? Oh, uh, well, that's a Toys R Us exclusive. Oh, is it? I believe so. Uh, that makes it's, sense. Well, used to be. I think Big Bad Toy Store and big online retailers have it now. Like with the legacy stuff. Um, I wouldn't be surprised considering they're essentially you're going out of business. The Lion so. Fire Zord is ginormous. And oh, yeah. Target does not have the shelf space for that. It doesn't even have the shelf space for any of the more like legacy stuff as well. So GameStop is getting some of it too, I think. Uh, really? I think GameStop has pre-orders for not only the legacy figures, but the Zionizer and the the gold power staff. That's weird. Yeah. It is weird. But... Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure out what else we can talk about. Well, I mean, we could talk about Hyperforce and the That's comics. That's fair, actually. Because we still uh, haven't really talked about the comics or Hyperforce. We really just talked about oh, they exist and they're great. I mean, the, the reason we didn't talk about Hyperforce is because I wasn't watching it. Because my... I, I basically took the first impression of the first, like, two or three episodes and was like, this can't get better at all, so I'm just not going to watch it anymore. And I even oh ranted. I even oh. ranted in the previous episode. <laughs> and I, I want to say I said my feelings might change after watching it, and... Oh boy, were you Spoiler wrong. alert! <laughs> they changed. Quite a bit, in fact. Because... um. When the the last time we had an episode, um, we said we might watch together. It, it was going to be like watch like one or two and then record an episode about it and other stuff or whatever. That didn't happen because every time a Wednesday rolled around, we're like, we're going to do something. What are we going to do? We watched Hyperforce. There were days where we watched like three in a row. Uh-huh. And... It was great. Let me just let me just say it makes it a lot easier if you watch at one and a half speed. Because yeah. you still get all of the dialogue, you can still understand everything, but you're not sitting there for three hours. You're sitting there for like two. So yeah, it was it, three hours is a bit of a slog. Yeah. And we we played games. Like I played like Minecraft and Rocket League and Stardew Valley and you played Super played hot. something. Literally yeah. played super hot. By the way, I finished super hot. Nice. I got to the end of it and somehow killed myself. Uploaded my brain, killed my physical body. And it, it, it makes no sense. Out of context, no, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense in context either. Oh, okay. Like, that game is so meta, it hurts. <laughs> What is, with me like play- what is with me and playing all these meta video games? Uh, my brain hurts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hi- Hyperforce. Damn. <laughs> like, 
it got like good. I, I, I stopped watching only because I had reached a point where I it was it was so close to the finale where I was like I basically know everything that happens. Like, you know, spoiler alert, if for some reason you're listening to this and you have not watched any of Hyperforce, or at least not, like, the back half or whatever, so spoiler alert, everything after this is going to be spoilers. I'm not even going to give a timestamp, because I don't know when the hell I'm going to be finished. But I've... I stopped right before the Shattered Grid episodes, and then before I could pick it up again... The finale happened live, and Sean and I watched it together live, and it was great. Ended on a cliffhanger, and we just got to hope for a season two. They literally Legends of Tomorrow'd that shit. Yeah. Um. I. I loved the finale because it was sort of like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, they legend to tomorrow. They went back to thirty seventeen, and, and time was fucked. Yep, they've got their own version of Shattered Grid going on. Um, ba- basically, it needs to be renewed. Like they need to be like, we're gonna do another, you know, twenty five, thirty episodes, whatever, because. Where they left it, not cool. Just not cool at all. (laughs) It's not even like an RPM cliffhanger ending where everything ties up nicely, but there's just one little thread that leaves it open just in case. Yeah. Uh, It's more of a... It's more of a... Like... Flash season one season finale sort of deal. No, I mean, I mean, we we already came up with the the saying PowerPoint. Yeah, we got Dino Point, we got PowerPoint. Unless, unless we wouldn't be able to really like use that that often because everybody would just think of the program, so we'd have to use like Ranger Point. I guess, but then <laughs> would they know if we're talking about Hyperforce, or are we talking about Dino Charge? Because I think we used PowerPoint with Dino Charge before. And yeah, because well, we were trying to come up with a timeline of where things take place. Oh, yeah. None, it, even with Shattered Grid going on in the comics, like <laughs> Dino Charge is still in its own timeline. It's not linearly. Oh, yeah. Well, but... I, We'll get into your concerns about Shattered Grid in just a sec, because I know what you're going to talk about, and I actually have (laughs) answers. Okay. (laughs) Because we got to finish up Hyperforce. Yeah, okay. So, Hyperforce ended with the cliffhanger of they went back and Jen didn't know who they were, Time Force wasn't a thing, Um, basically it was hell. Um, Rita and and Zed took over. They won. Yeah essentially i think i think it's essentially the alliance of evil yeah because because... they because they needed to save zordon from being saved so he could die normally so zordon was was saved thrax's intention yeah chloe's dad's intention 
Yeah. And he was saved, meaning he's alive, meaning the Z-Wave didn't happen, meaning the Alliance of Evil took over and defeated everybody. Without Nobody Dark knows. Spectre, though. Because Dark really? Spectre... Was, was Dark, that mentioned? Dark Spectre got absorbed by Thrax. See, I missed that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch that episode. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was in the the finale part one with. Uh, you missed. Oh yeah, because you tuned in on the finale. Uh, the last part, hour. Yeah, and I think Thrax absorbed him before then. Yeah. So Thrax absorbed Dark Specter. Thrax died. Let out the Thrax wave, which supercharged Zed and Rita up. And Zordon was carried away by uh, Chloe's dad's troops. Yep. And so Divatox is still around. The Psychos are... I mean, Astronema is still Astronema. Unless she broke out of that. I don't remember the In Space's finale all that well. Um, so I'll get to that once I get there. Uh, come back to me at the end of May once I've gotten through Zeo Turbo in space. Well, I mean, I remember the in space finale. Yeah, I, I mean, don't. You, you 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 can't you can't forget the in space finale. Holy crap! Well, I remember bits and pieces, but I don't remember if Astronomer turned good before the Z wave or after the Z wave. Because nonsense. Um, but yeah, I had a little one of my lag spikes there. Oh. Um, yeah. but cause... it it's a it's a thing that happened, and Zed and Rita became the new faces of the Alliance of Evil and took over, and the Power Rangers basically don't exist in this branch of the timeline anymore. But because the Morphin Grid acts the way it does, they still have their powers, technically, as long as they are from the prime timeline. Because yeah, the so gen like that they hyper met... Hyperforce can transfer, can transform. And Time Force can still transform, minus gen. Because yeah. this version of Jen is not from the Prime timeline. This is the Hyperpoints timeline Jen. Can, can I can I just say though how they envisioned this new Jen to essentially be the Jen that came back in reinforcements from the future? I mean. Not the braided wrong. hair, the leather, the sniper rifle. That's exactly why they, they said that, because they had that bit of reference. Yeah. Melissa Flores is hiding off in the corner, just shouting continuity things at them. <laughs> Going, remember this? Yeah, use that. Yeah. Because she's always there. Oh, yeah. As part I wouldn't, of... I wouldn't be surprised. As part of, like, maintaining continuity and making sure Zack and Malika don't just murder everyone. No, that's the comics job. 
Yeah, and they're not even murdering everyone. Like, spoiler alert, the Samurai Rangers are not dead. Well, no. It was implied that they were dead in 25, but 26... Oh, no, in 26, but in 27, they're not. Even though 27's not out yet. Yeah, 27's not out yet. But, like... There were the, the previews. Yeah. I, I I think... There was a preview in... Or no. No, yeah, that was in the previews. It was in the previews. Yeah, because in, in the thread I told you I tagged you in on Facebook, uh, Keith had, like, an image of Draken standing in front of uh, five of the samurai rangers in front of the Sheba house. Holding a bunch of samurizers. And one of them is Antonio. Yeah. So... Jaden still technically has his morpher at this point. Then still, so does Lauren. Yeah, but as far as I know, yeah, Lauren still has her morpher. She can still morph. Jaden, yep. we don't know where he is, and we don't know the fate of the Zeo Rangers other than Tommy. And yep. I suffice to say, with Hyperforce, it's great. And it's all on YouTube now. It's all in podcast form. If you're mm-hmm. subscribed to Hyper RPG, watch the VODs there. You won't be able to speed them up, but it helps them better there than it does on YouTube or in podcast form. Or do all three at the same time and be crazy. Um, <laughs> Try to sync them all up at the same time? You won't be able to because the YouTube cut and the podcast cut are shorter than the... Than oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they would be. They cut out a little bit here and there. Um, the break, probably. A little bit, yeah. They cut the break down a little bit. But, um, go support it. Because even if you don't necessarily like tabletop RPGs or like sitting down for three hours and watching it, you don't necessarily need to see it because of the way it is um you can literally do anything else while it's on and pay attention to it because big story moments don't happen for three straight hours a lot of it is them sort of role-playing which is why it's so long it has a lot of content but if you cut out a lot of the roleplay nonsense it's about as much content as you would find in about two to three episodes of power rangers oh yeah like um i i'm a fan of critical role which is a D show and geek and sundry highly recommend it they had a whole campaign that lasted like five years they're on their second one now the finale for campaign one without saying any spoilers was a battle that episode was probably five hours. The entire episode, minus maybe the last half hour, was one fight. One fight. So, tabletop RPGs can go insane when it comes to battle scenes. Uh-huh. Now, it, it is funny, too. It's, it's a little different the way they do it in Hyperforce with the whole popcorn thing. I don't know how long turns actually last, because in D&D 5e, 
each round of combat is six seconds. So you have six seconds to do something. And then after that turn is over, another round begins and another six seconds begins for whatever happens in that round. So you could have a battle in real life take three hours, but in game take maybe 30 seconds. So taking that into perspective when watching Hyperforce... There's a lot of uh, explaining things, descripting thing, or descriptions of things, and the rolling and the chatter and the banter and stuff like that. You could probably trim down a three-hour episode, and any fight, if the fight took an hour and a half, the in the world of Hyperforce probably only took like twenty seconds. So like. If the show was turned into a cartoon or a live action show, it probably, you could probably, like, it's 25 episodes, one actual episode, you could probably get into, like, a half hour, 45 minutes, without any commercial breaks or anything like that, because of just all the descriptions and stuff you don't have to worry about. Conceivably, you could make two standard MMPR length episodes out of the content you get out of a single Hyperforce episode. Correct. MMPR episodes ran 20 minutes. Not 25. Really? Not 23. Literally 20 minutes. Wow. 10 yeah. minutes of commercials? Oh yeah. And we thought commercials now were bad. Yeah. Wow. I mean, your, your standard episode of, like, Common Rider is, like, 23, 24. But also remember that this was the 90s, and this was the peak of the Toyetic programming. And these were on either uh, weekday mornings, weekday evenings in prime time, or on Saturdays, Saturday, Saturday mornings. Morning cartoons, yeah. And all of those times you get the most eyeballs and what do you want more than anything with those eyeballs you want to see as a as a content creator for a network you want eyeballs to see those ads so that way when nielsen gets their data they say oh during this block of time they were watching these shows and because they were watching it in this location from this affiliate, they were watching commercials A, B, C, and D. And then the advertiser it, it that's it's a whole it's a whole college course worth of information. Actually like two, because <laughs> um children's TV and programming are two different courses. And, and the curriculum interweaves with it because children's programming is notorious for being toyetic and programming is about finding shows to fit a programming block of TV to fit the commercials you have slated for that. So it kind of intertwines. And I have a degree in this shit, people. All right? <laughs> I literally have a physical bachelor's degree in this shit. He's holding it up right now. You just can't see it. Actually, no, I'm not, because it's in a box somewhere. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> because I don't have a thingy for it. So it's hiding somewhere. Um, but it's there. I promise you, I have it. <laughs> I didn't spend five and a half years in college for for shits and giggles. Um, but yeah, it it's that's literally how long the episodes ran for. Like, I'm going to literally open up the MMPR thing on Netflix and more episodes. Um yeah, Day of the Dumpster, 20 minutes, 20 20 20 20. Literally, oh, this is the reversion of it, but it's 20 minutes long. Each episode basically 20 minutes long. Um certain episodes were like 19 minutes long or 18 minutes long. But they were all within the realm of 20. They didn't start going long until I want to say... Let's check season 3 real quick. Nope, still 20 minutes in season 3. So uh, let's check Zio real quick. Uh, They started getting a little longer with Zio. And by a little, I mean literally a single minute. 21 minutes. Um, But yeah, they slowly got longer as time went on i'm actually excited to watch zeo part one again because i don't remember why i watched zeo part one relatively recently but i watched it it it. has it has probably one of the best like when when they got their powers for zeo that it, was that was great. It was good. It it was like this. They had this angelic music behind it. It it felt like a change, like. But they didn't get their they, powers until episode two. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Because <laughs> they one went through was like them. Yeah, they went through a whole entire episode of not being morphed, which was great. I it, it's a great concept. You know, it's like. It's one of those things of like, we got to tune in. They might change. They didn't change. Well, we got to tune in next week. They might change. And then they did. So, you know, it's one of those situations. You know, it's like, when I go back to Linkara and the history of Power Rangers videos, he said taking the Tommy, take, taking Tommy's powers away was a great move from a marketing standpoint. Because at that point, he can just show up in any episode and you wouldn't know when. So it's one of those situations of like, he's not a Power Ranger anymore, but he's still a character in the show. So stay tuned every week because you never know when he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what they did with Zeo for the first, you know, first one or two, one and two episodes. Because I mean, Zeo was hyped up. All well, of those, Zio all of those like, promotional movies or videos and stuff that they played every now and then, with like mm-hmm. it's coming. So it's just sort of like, yeah, they they pumped that up hard. Well, yeah, it was so the when first the time they happened. changed the suits. It was like oh, yeah. it was a huge deal because they had the Zio serials that happened, um, in place of the. the the uh, last time in Power Rangers or something like that. I don't remember what it was or next week on Power Rangers. 
but those are technically non-canon, I guess, because the whole origin of the Zeo Crystal was different than those shorts. I can't find those shorts to save my life. I can find you yeah. a copy of Alpha's Magical Christmas, but I can't find you those damn Zeo cereals. Well, yeah, because even Saban doesn't give a shit about Alpha's Christmas special. True. And I it's like, that's just... up on the that's up on YouTube. I don't care. Let it be up on YouTube. Nobody I mean, watches it anyway. I have a notepad that's just a VHS case repurposed into a notepad. It's dope. It's Alpha's <laughs> Magical Christmas. I picked it up for like three dollars at my comic book shop. It was great. It was great, but, uh, but yeah, um, Hyperforce is great. Please, please go watch it or even just listen to it in podcast form because it's easily digestible in audio form and you're not missing much other than the times that um, Paul Schreier tries to cosplay as Jack. Yep. You'll just miss those when he's randomly wearing a wig or when Christina's wearing a wig and you know that and the mugs you'll you'll miss the mugs that they have the trading of the mugs are basically yeah uh, and where the guests are seated and uh the facial reactions but if you don't have time to sit down and watch it then the podcast is probably the best bet for you. Because you can speed up the podcast in your podcast app of choice. At least for the most part. So Can you do it in Spotify? Uh, not in Spotify. Yeah, I didn't think so. Which so, it is on Spotify. Yes. And that's kind of rare because Spotify doesn't... Like, you can't submit a podcast to Spotify. Spotify has to go... Hey, you. Basically. So. Or there might be a submission process that I'm missing. You can literally upload anything to iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio. I would know. I've uploaded a few podcasts there. Literally, it, it, it takes a couple clicks and goes, ah, okay. So. Hyperforce. I'm trying to look to see. I just like type it. Oh, there we go. But is it video? If anything, okay. it's worth it because they pay a lot of attention to the lore as a whole. Um, it doesn't cover every single season of Power Rangers. Uh, that would literally be a season an episode, but they touch the MMPR era in space, um, time force, obviously dino thunder overdrive mystic force, uh, uh RPM and super mega force just to name a few some of the bigger moments in the power rangers universe oh and spd i forgot about spd a lot in the disney era 
Um, but that's where some of the big moments in Power Rangers happen. And, and while they did, while they went and did certain things in different eras, quote unquote, like different seasons, there were a few slip ups. Aisha saying Sabretooth Tiger. Namely Aisha. Well, and with um, Jason David Frank accidentally saying Sapina instead of Scorpina every single time in the part two of the Shattered Grid episode. Did he really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I totally didn't. Like, like I know what happened in in part two, but like, yeah, that totally just slipped my mind. It slipped a couple times. Granted, she did play a character named Sabrina. Yeah, so which it was like combining them. Was the last appearance of Scorpina, period. So that was a nice little throwback to to her because they literally hired an actress for Scorpina for that specific episode and then poof, gone. Just like that. See, like, I don't... What season was that during? Season two, because it was with Adam. See, I don't remember that episode. Let me pull up the exact episode for you, then. Because I don't remember the name of the episode off the top of my head, but I'm sure I could find it. Let's go past the changing... So there's white light. Like, the, 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 believe it or not, the first instance of Sabrina that I know and I remember... Is believe it or not, this is gonna sound weird. In a fan fiction that I read, the it was called "Of Love and Bunnies," which has nothing to do with the plot of the story at all. It essentially it takes place uh, shortly after Dino Thunder, mm-hmm. and they're planning another Power Rangers day in Angel Grove. Tommy gets a call saying like hey you know we're gonna get together are you gonna join us and the dino chart the dino thunder cast is like yeah we want to go too can we all go and he's like i don't really want you to but then they, they all go anyway they all go to angel grove and it's like it's this clusterfuck because there's like every ranger like you have like the old Mighty Morphin crew meet up with the new Mighty Morphin crew. So like Cat's there, Adam Rocky Aisha's there. Um, they meet Wild Force. Uh, somehow Time Force comes back to hang out for some reason. I don't remember. Uh, Jen meets up with Cat from SPD, and like that was apparently their mission is to go back and start SPD, which was weird. Um, at one point, they're at Aisha and Adam's house because I think they're married at that point. And Aisha is like a singer, like a famous singer. Um, they apparently live next door to the Hartfords from Overdrive. And while all like while like every single Power Rangers team is at Adam and Aisha's house, most of them are drunk. And then out of nowhere, this like fucking alien spaceship shows up, and af- after tailing the in space crew while they were on their way to this party, uh, like this crazy fight happens, and I don't remember anything else that happens after that. But the main thing with Sabrina was that 
they found Sabrina, and apparently she had this crazy psychotic love for Adam. So there was just all this hijinks, and that that's my first instance of knowing about Sabrina. So when I heard them talking about Sabrina with Hyperforce, I was like, wait, Sabrina was a thing? Yeah, literally, she shows up. She literally shows up in Goldar's Vice Versa, the episode after the power transfer. And I think that's the last appearance of her, period. Um, But because of how the show operates... uh, Because of how Hyperforce operates... It's not technically canon to the Power Rangers. Like, it's its own timeline while still being an offshoot from Time Force. Because it. The events of Power Rangers happened, and Time Force is at the very end of it, and then Hyperforce starts. But it's a kind of an identical but different timeline in a weird sense. So, things don't really add up the way they do, and the Rangers are off-planet when they're not really supposed to, because not at one point between the power transfer and Goldar's vice versa is it mentioned that the Rangers are off-planet, or even between Goldar's vice versa and the Mirror of Regret, because Scorpina literally just disappears. She's not even mentioned, period, through the rest of the series. So, yeah, I it's last appearance family. Oh, the Hyperforce episode. Okay, I'm like, what episode is that? And that's the exact episode. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a video in our Discord chat. Uh, apparently, Andre. Did a video about this, and I haven't seen it. I don't know if you have, but... Oh, I probably haven't. Yeah, so it's there. We can watch after. Okay. Um, Not that We don't have to watch it together, I'm just saying we can wait till afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. But basically, she just disappears. Yep. Um, so... She was portrayed by Sabrina Liu, that's the actual actress's name, who was unable to stay with the show, resulting in the character disappearing. Damn. You know how great it would have been for her to join the actual cast and just be, like, there? Yeah. Like, like, how how crazy would it have been if... I wonder if... I wonder if they recycled her... Because this is before Cat. I wonder if she was supposed to be, like, the cat. Like, she ends up being the next Pink Ranger. Maybe. There's nothing talking about it because she just kind of stopped playing the character. Um, Well, no, I know. There's there's nothing. It's just that clicked in my head and I was like, whoa, that would have been crazy. And, I mean, there was talk about it with... uh, hexagon the 
lost Power Rangers season um, that was quote-unquote supposed to happen after Wild Force, but Disney happened. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, there was there was also that whole... Um, I don't remember what it was called. That crazy possibility that was a thing but wasn't a thing. I don't remember what it was. There was a name for it that was supposed to tie up a lot of loose ends, apparently, that some some I don't remember. Damn. Power Rangers Hexagon. It technically was supposed to tie up everything with a nice neat little bow by the end of the season and that was that and then they'd move on from there with well no i th- i think we are thinking of two different things um cuz there was there was there was a story that like a writer for the show or somebody involved with the show created this crazy storyline that was going to explain so many things not just for wild force but for like all of power rangers and it was going to somehow tie into forever red as well but then everybody in charge was like that is the dumbest idea in the world we are not doing it and it was scrapped i would have to go back and watch I think it's Link... Again, bring up Linkari again. I'm sorry if I keep doing that and it annoys anybody else, but that's what pops into my head. Um, I'd have to go back and watch his video on Wild Forest because he talks about it when talking about Forever Red. Scorpion Rain? Yes! Because that's it. it's the same guy who was pitching Hexagon. It's by the same guy. Okay. Um... A crazy, it was a massive Power Rangers organization known as Hexagon. It was shot down because there would have literally been so much original footage, too. Given that they were going to have so many teams of Power Rangers and have Tommy be the leader of the quote-unquote Ninja Storm team and Jason sort of trained the two, um, the two Thunder Storm Rangers with Tommy coming in as the green samurai, you know, it, like there's another, another thing to mention towards Ranger danger. They had a whole early episode on it where they recorded the entire podcast in a car. Um, they called it a pod car. Uh, it was okay. back in their early days and they talked about it and all of it. It, it's not great audio quality cause it's in a car, but another thing people should listen to the ranger danger podcast like they do literally episode by episode discussions of the show and have made it through turbo like going through turbo right now but their boom room stuff and their just random off like non-show sort of stuff is cool like it, it it's very intelligent discussions and i know it's a toke it's it's a pod I'm promoting a podcast about Power Rangers on a podcast about Power Rangers. But you know, it's always good having other points of view in your ear holes. Um But yeah. Scorpion it was the it was a hoax. The Scorpion Rain hoax. Um 
talked about the Zeo Turbo transition involving Serpentera and a whole bunch of other stuff. Damn, this podcast must be famous. What, Ranger Danger? Yeah. The, what do you mean? I literally went to iTunes on my iPad and typed in Ranger. It was literally the first thing that popped up. Second was Ranger Command. Yeah, well, Ranger Danger's also been around for quite a while. Is there all out of order? What do you mean? Sorry. The 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 episodes are out of order on the on iTunes. It's that I can see. Well, some of the stuff is out of order due to them also watching Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge and such through it. But iTunes nope, there we go. iTunes has it in like newest first sort of order. You are not fucking kidding. Oh, yeah. It goes all the way back to October 7th, 2013. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. They're just, like, watching episodes. They basically do a couple minutes of an intro, pause the recording, go watch the episode, come back, and discuss for, like, an entire hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine doing that for every single episode of Power Rangers. Okay. You said 2013? Uh-huh. Starting with Day okay. of the Dumpster. Okay, because the first one they have on iTunes that I can see, the available episodes, is February 2nd of 2015. Oh. Well, I can scroll all the way back to 2013. Yeah, I can't. I won't go back any further. Hmm. Oh, sorry, Midnight. Sorry, dog. Did you hurt the doge? No, I just bopped her with my foot. Oh. Let me see. Can I copy the link? Sweet. Oh, yeah, and there's Hyperforce. No pink spandex. They're also good. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of Power Rangers podcasts out there. But... They just happen to have Kyle Higgins on for talking about the comics, and it's like a director's commentary on the comic book, which is dope. Yeah. If oh yeah, the boom room. If anything, um, I might just listen to boom room stuff. It's what I'm doing right now, so that's why I'm like so gung ho about it because. Damn, is Kyle Hickens a wealth of knowledge. Like They do a boom room for all of them? Pretty much. They did an intro like before issue 0 came out. Issue 0, 1, and 2. And then each issue after that. And then uh, Go-Go. And then Go-Go 9. And I think they're just about to release the free comic book day issue. And they did release one for the annual. At least for the Shattered Grid annual. So. There's a lot. Issue 9. Through. Issue 6. 
five, four, three, two, one. Rangers in space. <laughs> I thought the same thing, but they've got they've got two, one, and zero apparently. Yeah, in uh, in one episode. Yeah, they explain why in that episode. And they have a pre-release, which I'll probably watch as well, or listen to as well. Yeah, it's it's good. It's just two Australians and Kyle Higgins talking about stuff. But later. But, but this sort of now segues into our comic talk. <laughs> Finally. Yep. After almost two hours. Um, should I should I just say what I want to know? Because <laughs> as someone who is, it, it's sort of like binge watching, you know, like uh-huh. when when some when somebody knows something, and then this is essentially the case. Like Sean has known all of this. I haven't. I've known <laughs> snippets. But I'm I'm finally reading through it and getting all of the context of everything, and there were a few points where I was I had to stop, and I had to think, and I had to be like, how is this happening? Because the the biggest one I had was because me and Sean have discussed this many times about how like they even mention it in the comics where. Uh, uh, Jen explains it to the the Mighty Morphin crew, basically that it used to be a timeline. It's no longer a timeline. Everything's happening at the same time. That's what the Shatter did. And it just it when they started doing Zeo in the annual, I had to stop for a second because Jason had the conversation with Tommy, who we thought was that world's Tommy, but was later a hologram over. Dra- uh, Draken, Draken, Draken. I don't know. Draken, um, Draken, and it it turns so it turns out to be Draken. But what happened was that conversation happened. Jason mentioned everything with the Black Dragon. So that brought me to the question of where does this Zeo take place? Everything okay. Because when I'm reading it, when I'm looking at it, I think so. Everything with the Black Dragon happened in this Zeo world, Mm -hmm. meaning they met Draken. Meaning Draken should have come back and killed Tommy, but he didn't. Here's where the grid takes takes hold. It isolates that incident to the MMPR pocket dimension. It literally splits each ranger team into their own pocket dimension. Everything before the death of Tommy happens. And then... So the death of okay, Tommy so, only happens in the MMPR verse. Okay. So in the Zeo world, 
when Tommy and Billy come back and Draken falls, not falls, dot dead, quote unquote, just falls and disappears, that's that's where that's where everything continues. That's so so that's the timeline. And yeah, then everything on, leading up to only, Tommy's before Tommy's death. Okay. So Tommy's yeah, death doesn't happen in any of the other things because if Tommy's death happens, paradoxes throughout Ranger history happen. Oh, yeah. So Tommy no longer becomes the leader of the Power Rangers. The power transfer doesn't happen. Zeo Crystal is never established. The Zeo team is gone. Turbo powers aren't created. So TJ and the second half of the Turbo crew don't become rangers so in space doesn't happen and then from there because of other things nasada doesn't really happen um like nasada so, as we know it doesn't launch terra venture and lightspeed rescue isn't found time force is royally fucked in the future yeah. um literally everything we know it no is fucked up because Tommy dies. Because if it wasn't for him, A, B, C, and D don't happen, and the dominoes just keep falling. Because it's... Even though these seasons aren't directly linked back to Tommy, Tommy influenced something that influenced something that influenced that team. <laughs> and... So... Yeah. So okay, so in so we've established in the Zeo world that well, cause see now that now it brings up the question of in the Zeo world, what happens? Like now in the, in in the Zeo world, Dino Thunder never happens. All of the all the all of these other things don't happen because Tommy's dead again. Well, no, because it's isolated to that timeline again. Because everything is now its own pocket dimension. Zeo can't influence Turbo. Turbo can't influence in space. And so on and so forth. They're all well, self-contained. Wouldn't that mean that there's a Tommy in each pocket dimension? Essentially. Can you know, when when you think about it, essentially, ev everything happens up to that point. Uh -huh. So, like, there's a Tommy that was part of Mighty Morphin, and then Zeo, and then Turbo. So that's the Turbo era. So there's a Tommy there, but then that influences in space. So therefore, in the in space pocket dimension, there's a Tommy because that influenced them. So each each pocket dimension, there is a Tommy, whether he's still famous or everybody knows him or anything like that depends on the pocket dimension well except maybe corinth yeah rpm's a little sketchy and dino charge but the and thing dino is charge. draken's not after tommy when he no longer has powers draken's only after the powers to basically become the ultimate ranger Draken's ultimate goal is to show the Rangers that he is the best damn Ranger in the goddamn universe. 
and have an army to show for it and to show that you guys while you guys were saving the world i became a literal god yeah and so he shows that by killing tommy by taking the samurai powers by taking the zeonizer by doing what he's doing by having a ninja power star from ninja steel like by taking tj's morpher and throwing tj outside of an airlock yeah like he is showing the rangers who's boss and he's doing something that no other power ranger villain has done other than psycho pink and that, that brings me to another question but continue um yeah it it's crazy how it's all working out because <laughs> it's weird to explain it because everything is sort of fractured in that sense but leading up to it the timeline matches up to that point but doesn't go any further so in the lightspeed rescue universe little pocket dimension there is no time force wild force or anything like that unless it explicitly states that carter has already done the forever red thing oh that's true yeah Um, and what about team-ups see if it's not explicitly stated, we can't count it as canon. Um, well, like, like time force versus you know, like reinforcements from the future. That that's canon. That's a thing that happened, because it changed Rancic back from being a half mutant to just being a human again. So that's canon. Yeah. Team up. So how like, would they explain that? The team up happens in the teams okay so the team up who this is hard to explain so in that specific right in that specific instance the team up happened for the wild force team but it's not explicitly stated that it happened for the time force team in their pocket universe but that that still doesn't explain how it happens because it still happens because the Morphin Grid allows it to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's weird in my head. <laughs> this, this whole thing is weird, but like... Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that saying that basically says that there's a version of Time Force in Wild Force. That's in the and future, then, but... And then time... that would mean that there's a version of Wild Force in Time Force. Uh, uh, well, if Time Force was allowed to time travel. See, with the grid shattering the way it did, Time Force can no longer time travel. So there is no form of time travel whatsoever because everything is literally playing out at the same time. They can't go back, they can't go forward. Everything is just sort of chronally locked essentially now you can use that chronal energy to bum into other pocket dimensions as they did to save lauren 
But I mean, I mean that brings up a whole new thing too because (laughs) if the time stream is messed up, uh huh, something nobody's really mentioning is the hyperstream. Like, well, I I know here's the thing. I know they they mentioned something. In the second episode of Hyperforce that was a shattered grid, that something happens with Hyperforce on top of shattered grid because uh, Zach mentioned, like, Zach tells them they receive a call and they have to go to somewhere else in the world they're in to do something. But he's, he doesn't say what it is, and then it just, he, he, he ends the session and he's like, you'll have to find out in a comic or something like that. And I don't know what comic he's talking about. That confused me. Because I'm not sure if it's actually going to happen or not. Um, I honestly don't know. Because to my knowledge, the Hyperforce team is not in the Boom universe. Minus those two hyperforce episodes and that's it so i can't say much else because i don't know much else it's pretty much up to kyle whether or not hyperforce exists in this shattered grid universe besides that episode where they accidentally bummed into stumble into it because mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean having hyperforce play this kind of intricate part in shattered grid would be crazy like oh it would be ha- like because ha- ha- like i said when when hyperforce traveled they didn't use the time stream they used the hyperstream and the hyperforce so it's it's not totally unplausible i don't know if that's a word but i'm using it implausible implausible thank you mm-hmm. english is not something i do um neither is it for me but you know <laughs> yeah. um it's not totally implausible that hyperforce could be a key factor in repairing the Morphin Grid. Or a little and something known as the Beast Morphers. That is true. Um, I mean... Because... I mean... It's already... it's The script for the finale of Shattered Grid is pretty much done, I want to say. Because Kyle has these issues written months in advance because it has to go through edits, rewrites, and illustrations, colorizations, and other sort of things. So the initial script for this is done. Like, he knows how Shattered Grid finishes. At least, I would hope so. Yeah. So... It would be interesting to see if it 
It probably won't because we really don't have anything for Beast Morphers. And it, given the description of it, it looks more like it could be just a huge nod to RPM. Um, That's my hope. That would be nice. But if Hyperforce Season 2... Or even if they did a season 1.5 where it was them in Shattered Grid. Like, the Hyperforce of Shattered Grid. Not the Hyperforce of Hyperforce, per se. But like a one-off mini-campaign of them within Shattered Grid, the Shattered Grid universe, if they do indeed exist, fixing the timeline. That, yeah. I mean... Granted, their roles will probably fuck it up even more than before, but that's okay. I think (laughs) the only way we would get anything live-action Shattered Grid would be if they moved production from New Zealand back to the States or even Canada. Because they'd have to get they'd have to get actors and they would have to get them to show up and I don't know how Hasbro feels because we know how Bandai and Saban feels about bringing people over from America to New Zealand because if they didn't the only people we would see show up for Shattered Grid are people who live in New Zealand so we'd have like the Disney era and that's it everybody else wouldn't show up Unless you're Jason David Frank, and then you'd go and you'd do it for a whole, like, a dollar. Which he made us all know and remember. Yep. So, like, there was a post going around, you saw it and I saw it, that was like a, a drawing, like a, a mock-up somebody did of, like, a Netflix special for Shattered Grid live action. And, like, I saw it, and there was a part of me that's like, that's fake. That's a hundred percent fake. But then there's that other part. There's like that kid in the back of my head going, "No, it's not fake. It's real. It's happening. Oh my god!" And then it's like, "Did you know there's a link to the person's DeviantArt page on the bottom?" And I'm like, "Shit." Yeah. the The thing is, the reason why it works so well as a comic is because you don't need actors. Actors age. Characters don't. Yeah. So having teenage jason interact with early adult lauren is only possible in this sort of medium maybe in animated form as well but for that we'd have to get toey to sign off on it and we all know how toey is about animation that isn't in-house toey animation and Um. toey does not want to do a animated sentai or an animated writer anytime soon the only the only way i could see them doing a shattered grid is if it was a movie thing so like it would take years it would take decades to do it unless they decided not to do all seasons like, if they just decided to, like, handpick certain seasons to do it, and then they essentially have, like, an Infinity War down the line where it's Shattered Grid, you know? So, like, they could make, like, you know, 
obviously you'd have to have Mighty Morphin. Um, you could include Time Force to keep that going. Um, for the hell of it, you could do Hyper Force and just make it a season. Or just make it a movie by itself, just because. Um, you could, I mean, like, there there are other seasons that they, they, they could throw together. Like, pretty much anything with Tommy, I feel like they'd throw in there. And just get, like, one character to play Tommy in all the movies. Yeah. The th- Also, the other thing is... Twee Trang. Yeah, I thought of that, too. That would be another... <clears throat> that is why this works really only as a comic. Because you would be doing her a disservice to recast Trini. Even if you I mean, they brought, well, I mean, if you recast her, but have everyone else come back. Oh yeah, well, see, that's like, what I'm the, saying. The movie... Recasting it in the movie was different because that's an entirely separate thing. Everyone was recast. Oh yeah, well, like, like my my whole like you know Power Ranger cinematic universe idea wasn't having David Yost and Amy Jo Johnson and all of them come back. It was start new have this whole new cast and go nuts because right i that would be interesting but i was saying in terms of the people out there who are wanting a live action with the old actors you have to account for the fact that jason david frank is in his 40s austin Mm -hmm. st john is in his 40s they won't work together over some petty bullshitness about tommy taking over as the leader of the power rangers and sort of, I think it's more than that. There's a little bit more pre- to that, but there's a cup that's that, and it, there's there's a whole slew of things why Jason David Frank and Austin St. John won't ever work together again. Um, yeah. You have to account for the fact that some of these actors are now unionized, and yep. Twee Trang is gone, and you have Ricardo Medina in prison. Um, yep. And you have um assholes like Samuel Benta even though that's overdrive but like right. you wouldn't be able to get that whole group together. You wouldn't be able to get that whole group together. Um and some people are just too damn busy. Like Yeah. It's rare to have a full team photo shoot at conventions even at morphicon mike chat was literally at morphicon for like two hours this and, is how busy he was yeah like and um sean johnson he's working on stuff like everyone is basically working their asses off because if you're wanting to get into acting, Power Rangers really isn't your best way in. Nope. It has worked for some people, especially the Disney era, but a lot oh, of yeah. the, well, a lot of the Disney era stuff, a lot of the Disney era actors remained in New Zealand or Australian productions because they, that, of that reason. As far as I know though, like for like it was weird for us when Becky was named Trini for the movie because 
people knew who she was. Yeah. Like, she was already famous. Like, I didn't know who she was, because, you know, but there's a lot of famous people. I don't know who they are. And it was weird to see someone who was already famous playing a Power Ranger. Because that really never happened. Like, you didn't, like, I know who this person is. Oh, wait, they're playing a Power Ranger? That's amazing. That's great. Because Saban doesn't do union people, therefore, they're probably not famous already. Um... And uh, in New Zealand, I believe, I want to say that most of the actors and actresses who played Power Rangers in New- for the Disney era were already kind of famous in New Zealand. Like, they had already done quite a few things. Right. And then they became, then they became characters in Power Rangers, whether it was... Um, uh, Camille, like Camille's actress, who was in like three seasons, she was already kind of famous doing like comedy shows and sitcoms and stuff in New Zealand. I think even uh, Tori's actress, she'd probably done a lot. I think, you know, like hell, I even saw Dustin's actor, and um, I don't know if you, you were, probably, I hate to say this, but I think you were too young to see the movie, um, Xenon. Oh yeah, no, it's I, a, it's I know a Disney exactly. movie. Yeah. Dis- uh, Disney had a lot of Power Rangers actors before they were Power Rangers. Because Wendy oh yeah, Wu, like, Homecoming Warrior, had Anna Hutchison in it before Jungle Fury. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Dustin's actor was in uh, the third one? Zetas Lapidus. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know Protoz- the things. Freaking Protozoa, man. That song. And of uh, course, the name of it now escapes me. Yeah, I, I gotta look up the name of that song. Damn it! But yeah, but, so I mean, so it, it, it's it's different. So if they continued to film and needed actors and actresses to come back, they could get a lot of Disney ones because most of them are still in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So it's just easy to be like, pick up a phone call, call someone, and be like, hey can you show up and do this? We'll do a contract, whatever, and show up to record, if, you know, for like a few days. And it'd be like, you know, well, let me check my schedule and I'll call you back a day later. Yeah, I can do it. I'll be there tomorrow, essentially. You know, yeah, like... none of them whereas... were invited to the legendary battle. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> because you gotta get Mighty Morphin in there. But Fucking only Jason Tommy. David Frank. And yeah, then, and then it's like, oh, here's two from Lightspeed, two from In Space, two from Lost Galaxy, no, three from Lost Galaxy, and mm-hmm, Corone. You had, you had <gasps> Corone, you had Damon, and you had Leo. Yeah. And then you had two were... samurai. Yep. And that was it. Like, the only Disney representation that Mega Super Mega Force had was Casey just showing up and being like, "Find your inner animal spirit," and then just disappearing into a cloud of smoke. Yep. Essentially, it's like I'm a janitor. No, I'm not. Can we also talk about how in Super Mega Force, uh, he told. 
please, I don't remember names. I really don't remember names for Mega Force and Super Mega Force. It's all Jake blur. and Emma. Jake. There we go. Um, they he told Jake that his animal was the snake, and it's like, how much of it is him though? Like, are are they gonna say the black Mega Force powers turn into a snake because his inner animal spirit was a snake? Because nobody ever really else brought that up. Like, is uh, Troy's animal like an eagle? So like he he could like use like eagle powers, like his animal spirit. Like, is he gonna be Juo Eagle? Oh God, please no! <laughs> I'm kidding. It's Robo Knight. <laughs> No, he gets he gets reprogrammed, so he plays the sixth, and they couldn't decide what spirit to give him, so they just gave him all three. Sounds about right. Oh man, um, but yeah, it. If they were to do a live action Shattered Grid, you would have to, essentially reboot the cast and have a bunch of, people who have never played these roles before. And it's not going to be recognizable. So you would have to build a cinematic universe around it, which is already going to take years. And it's not even going to be for sure successful because Hasbro's tried it already. And that sort of failed. Most of those movies are now in development hell. Um, to, to be fair, I blame Transformers on Michael Bay. Yeah, there's that. Though not, might... not so much Hasbro, just Michael Bay. Yeah, but... It, it's sort of because of Michael Bay that it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, Universal tried it with their Dark Universe and failed miserably twice in a row. Um, dark, with, dark Universe? With, like, the the scary, spoopy characters like the Mummy and Dracula. Oh. And they tried to do it with that Dracula movie that nobody watched and that Mummy movie with Tom Cruise that nobody watched. Um, two different attempts at starting that and nothing um, the only ones that look to be semi-successful outside of Marvel are DC weirdly enough and um, slightly the uh, Godzilla because because of Kong there is that after credit scene I believe or something they're trying to create a monster universe that way and hmm. Rampage does not play into it Rampage is just a Dwayne the Block Johnson cash in movie for moms to go <laughs> see um, because he's just a human being who's just somehow quote-unquote perfection but you know whatever my mom's obsessed with him and i'm like i don't get it i mean yeah the man can throw down a giant stack of pancakes like it's nothing but eh eh like the rock's a badass but at the same time he's very stereotyped like Mm -hmm. i i saw a 
um, a post on Twitter where it was him in like three different movies, but he was wearing the exact same outfit and he was standing in a jungle forest type area. And it's like, these movies were made like three or four years apart each. Yeah, for some reason he's wearing the same exact thing, playing the same exact character. Yep. Like it was like Rampage, Jumanji, and something else. Yeah. And he's wearing the same exact outfit. Uh-huh. So it's like, he's a badass, he's a good actor, but he's stereotyped. <laughs> he plays the same type of characters. Uh, it's yeah I'm not gonna lie I am fading fast um (laughs) same but all in all go read the comic if you have any interest in a different spin on Mighty Morphin while still keeping essentially the essences of these characters and also giving these characters a personality I would suggest checking it out it takes place immediately after Green with Evil and it goes from there there are issues every once in a while that are one-off issues but if you read Go-Go Power Rangers, as well as in later issues of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it all starts to make sense. Like, mm-hmm. now that you have about 26 issues of the mainline comic, no, 27 if you include issue zero, as well as um, nine issues of Go-Go, the Shattered Grid Annual, and the Free Comic Book Day issue, you can binge read those and not have to go, wait, why is the story not pertaining to the thing? Because you'll eventually get that payoff already. And, um... It's... It's definitely chopped chalk loaded with easter eggs like any any early issue some of the early issues when they pan over to Rita's palace it literally says Bandora's palace yep I saw that like there it is and I do suggest picking up the 2016 and 2017 annuals as well they don't pertain to the main story of the comics but they're good stories there's an all-black issue, like an all-black story that's just all the Mighty Morphin Black Rangers from throughout time. So there's regu- there's, really? there's 90s Zack meeting up with Boom Zack with Adam, Adam from the movie, um, and it, it doesn't Wild include... West. Uh, Wild West, and then, you know, from then on, like, there's... It, it's crazy. I gotta read that now. I saw that and I just didn't think about it, but I gotta read that now. Well, it's because I told you that it didn't pertain to Shattered Grid. That's fair. And I was just trying to get things done so we could do this. Exactly. (laughs) So, 
that's the thing. Like, there's, it's a lot of great storytelling that Power Rangers really needed with Hyperforce, even though it's an, it's a role-playing game where the literal outcome is determined by dice rolls. It is a good story because Mm -hmm. all five, six Rangers. Spoilers. Spoilers. There's a sixth. I'm not going to say who or what color. You've already seen the pictures. We already kind of knew there was going to be a sixth when it started anyway. We just didn't know who and when and what color, so. Given that it was all MMPR colored based, it kind of made sense where it was going to go, but... Yep. Which know. opens up the the thoughts and the possibilities of, if there's a season two, and they continue with the current cast, which they probably would, considering the cliffhanger they left off on, would be like, are we going to get a seventh? Is somebody going to turn into the new one? Like, what's going to happen? I am, ho- I am honestly hoping for a seventh, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, but, but as 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 somebody who is binge watched or not binge watched, technically binge read the the comics over the past few days, um, I I can't recommend them enough because, like Sean said, this is something PR needed, and it's something they couldn't do before. Like, if you, a year ago, I thought about this earlier today, or technically I should say yesterday because it's now Thursday for me. If you would have told anybody in the PR fandom a year from now, the entire fandom itself is going to be turned upside down and this, this, that, and that's going to happen. We would have laughed in your face. Because it was just something that Saban and Bandai didn't want to do. They didn't want to explore other mediums. It was, here's your television show. Here are your toys. Be happy with it. Couple children's books as well. Yeah. And that's about and it. Stupid and stupid Christmas specials. So there was, there were comics too, but were there? Have you not seen Linkara's atop the fourth wall on? Uh, oh right turbo and the beetleborgs yeah the mmpr the movie comic there was there's a lot of power rangers comics out there including some free comic book day issues from years ago most of those are absolute garbage um the turbo beetleborgs one was weird it was garbage but in a weird fun way yeah, because... it, it was one of those like it was fun. Like obviously, I didn't read it because the only time, the only thing I saw of it was through Linkara, but just him going through it and all the events and all that type of stuff was like, I'm enjoying this, but I in the back of my head I feel like I shouldn't be enjoying this. Well, yeah, we get the Turbo Metallics clusterfuck Zord. Yeah, as I'm gonna call Which, it. Which, don't get me wrong, I am huge with... I, team-ups is my thing. Like, I've said before, Ninja and Juhojer, not my favorite Sentai seasons. But their crossover, 
I, I love team-ups. I love seeing the teams come together, fighting together, and defeating the enemy together. It's just my thing. Like, I hated Goanger, but their team-up with Shinkenger is probably one of the best. So it, it, it's, it's one of those things with me where the show or movie can be hot garbage. But if they cross over with something I like, I will watch the hell out of it. Yeah, it's it. It's a very interesting thing that all of this sort of happened. The comics, at least, all of this was building up since twenty sixteen. Like it has been building up for two years, and. It's finally getting its payoff in the form of probably the greatest evil ranger of all time. And yep, the psychos look like putties in comparison to Draken. Because Draken has this whole sort of menace about him that literally no other villain lord zed did when he first was introduced but no other villain really has had like you could say oh yeah mesagog was pretty scary or um rancic rancic was pretty scary or even um just Vengex as a whole. Yeah. But with Vengex being a computer virus, it can't really be menacing. It's like looming and doom and gloom sort of deal. But Draken knows everything he needs to know about these ranger teams he knows these individuals he has studied and is calculated and knows every single move he's going to make and he's has an entire army at his disposal of people in ranger suits with guns with actual bullets i Tanks. I feel like I feel like Draken is an upgraded version of the Psycho Rangers. Like he's he's the Psycho the, Rangers the, to the tenth degree. Yeah, to the which, tenth power. Sorry, which, the joke did br- fell flat. Yeah, uh, it's it's also very late, and I'm like thinking of like eighty different things right now. Yeah. Um. My voice is also going as well. Um, but it, that brought me back to something I wanted to bring up earlier. I know I know, I said I'm fading, but this, this question just popped back into my head, and I need to get it out there. Um, when they introduced the 1969 Rangers, what was the deal with Psycho Green? Because... 
The Psycho Rangers were not created until Astronema did it in the In Space s- season, whatever. So, where did Psycho Green come from? Did he travel back from the future? Was this just something that was created and like Astronema found out about it and made her own? Because that was never explained. It was just sort of like, here's Psycho Green. And then he's defeated. And then that's it. There's no no questions asked. No answers given. It's just done. And I'm sitting... Again, I'm sitting over here like... Psych- the Psycho Rangers are not created for like 30 plus years. No, we're actually around 30 years. So how is that Psycho Green is a thing? Who created him? Is he an entity all his own? Is he just someone wearing a costume... And I just, I can't wrap my head around it. Where did he come from? I want answers. Are you there? Yeah, Emily just called. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, he was created by... Uh, it doesn't say specifically who he was created by, but um, he was around well before the other psychos were. Uh, he was the right-handed Dark Spectre and was sent to the moon around 1869 to free Rita Repulsa from her space dumpster. And it just opens up so many questions. <laughs> and I just, I don't think we'll get an answer to them. Well, yeah, it's... Like, part of me actually wants to, like, tag Kyle in a post on Twitter and be like, Hey, are we ever going to see the origins of Psycho Green and how he was created 130 years before his colored counterparts were created. Yeah, and the thing is, he's not dead per se. Uh oh wait, no he was. No, he died. He he caused an explosion they... inside of Psycho Green. Yeah. And the dagger that's how, that's... was taken by Grace. Yeah, that that's how uh that's how the sixty nine version of Blue died. He grabbed a cannon off Bandora's palace and then jumped straight into Psycho Green's grown mouth and kaboom. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, so um, that solves the mystery of Psycho Green, at least from where he came from. And it looks like if they played it correctly and sort of tied it into the canon as a whole, Astronomy might have seen, at least in records of Dark Spectres, of a Psycho Green and thought, huh, a Psycho Ranger. 
that seems like an interesting idea. Puts it in her back pocket, essentially. And then we get I mean, the Psycho Rangers. And so... That's my sort of rationale on that. But, again, that's that. Yeah. It's one thirty in the morning. I can't really think of anything else to say. There's not much else. We can discuss it once issue 27 comes out and yep. go from there. Because and that who knows, comes maybe out. we'll have next week, right? Yeah, next Wednesday. Yeah. At the time of recording. Yeah. Um, We may get more information because Kyle and Melissa have come out and said that there's possible information in the near future in regards to Hyperforce. We could get some comic information. We could get Beast Morphers and Hasbro information. So, yeah. Literally everything has changed in the last two months. Yep. Not well. I mean, technically, it already started the change with Hasbro doing the toys, and then just like that was like, you know how like with you know dynamite and like Looney Tunes and stuff, there's the stick of dynamite and they light the fuse. Yeah. Essentially, Hasbro getting the toys was the light of the fuse, and then when they bought the whole thing, that was the explosion, because that was like the same time it was like Hyperforce happened. All the shattered grid stuff started to happen, and Hyper or Hasbro took over. So it was just like this, like chain of explosions that just happened, and now we're letting the dust settle to see what remains. Yep, it's a lot of colorful explosions. Yep, and where it goes from there, who knows. We'll have to sit here and wait and find out, but damn it, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic in terms of the show. Because... Oh yeah, for the show, yeah, definitely. Given that it's still going to be on Nickelodeon for three years. Even though it's Hasbro, Hasbro might have a bit more of pull. Given who they are. But we'll see basically a waiting game at this point and as a fandom we're all waiting i mean we've all been waiting since the show went back on hiatus anyways because there's 25th anniversary stuff that's supposed to happen and potential oh, ranger right. cameos that's that are supposed to happen soon yep and i'm hoping one of them's freaking chip because we did get a reference to chip in the spell book that uh, Preston gets. So I I haven't actually seen. He at least exists in the Ninja Steel timeline, which kind of puts Ninja Steel in the main timeline, while Dino Charge is just floating around with dinosaurs in Santa hats, you know. Yep. So. Where will this 25th anniversary stuff go? Who knows? It's been quite an interesting ride. Because everything is changing. 
Oh, and apparently breaking news, new Boom Room up probably in the next 24 hours or so. Neat. So there you go. So by the time this is out, it's already out. Yep. (laughs) But I just saw Ranger Danger post about it, so cool. Um, But yeah, uh, we're going to end our podcast now because my voice is near gone. Sean has something to do, and it's 1.30 in the morning for me. Uh, I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but podcast, I, I don't know where you found it. If you found it on iTunes, we have a website. If you found it on the website, we have it on iTunes. If you found it via Twitter, that's technically also by the website, which then it goes back to, we also have an iTunes, which it's Geek Toko Podcast on iTunes. Geek Toku, is it Geek? I always forget the pod, the website. Geektokupod at blogspot.com or something? Dot blogspot.com. Yeah, something like that. Uh, We're on Twitter. Just look up Geekasutoku Podcast. It's there. Um, It's in my Twitter bio, at SnarkySean. There you go. Um, I technically have two Twitters now because um, I tend to follow a lot of people. So I have my main one, which is tends to be like neutral stuff. Like it tends to be like kind of D and D related, slash maybe random ramblings. And then I have a Toku one now, which is which is Fumix Two, which is the way Japanese say and spell two, the number two. So it's Fumix T S U, which is where I do all of my Toku ranting and stuff like that because i keep it separated because i have a lot more friends that are into like D and gaming and that type of stuff compared to like toku and spandex stuff related i'm one so who fits into I, both camps yep so if you want to follow just the toku part of me fumix 2 would be where you want to go whereas if you're if you want to follow both follow both you're perfectly fine to do so and then just follow Geekery Toku Podcast for random updates and stuff like that. Random um, retweets from the universe. Yep, that too. Um, but yeah, that's all the that's all the plugging. And that's all the stuff we have to talk about because. Yep. I'm still trapped in a time warp. <laughs> we'll have to get you out one day. I don't know. Back before, in the space dumpster you... I go. Wee. Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, we will see you guys next time. Probably either next week or so. Because we'll probably want to talk about the new comic. But yeah. We will see you when we see you. Ciao. Good luck. And we'll see you whenever. Bye. <laughs>